The House of Representatives has been without a speaker for a week and today when they came in to vote for their first choice, Steve Scalise, the majority leader, they turned around and adjourned again. Mr Scalise can only afford to lose four votes, presuming everyone votes present. He needs 217 votes and that is a big hill at the moment. But the Florida Republican Matt Gates, who forced the removal of the last speaker, Kevin McCarthy, is a supporter of Mr Scalise and confident they can get it done. Have you spoken to Steve Scalise? Yes, yeah, spoke to him on the way here. What did he say? He's rounding up the votes. So you have a good feeling that all of this is going to work out? I'm an optimist. You have no regrets about what happened? Regrets? I'm thrilled with what happened. We sent a shockwave through the swamp. We told the special interests they weren't in charge anymore. And we're going to have a better speaker as a consequence. Okay, let's speak to Nomi Iqbal, who's in our Washington studio for us. Uh, you got any news? I haven't, I'm afraid, Christian. Um, so, Brian's just hit the desk. So. Yeah, sorry. Um, I, so Steve Scalise, we know. Well, actually, well, I can tell you some stuff. So uh, Steve Scalise is meeting with the House Republicans who are against him. Uh, um, to, in getting the speaker job. And so he's going to be working uh, as hard as he can overnight, potentially, to try and get people on board. But as you outline, outline there, he can only afford to lose four votes. And Wait, we know overnight? there are more, they're more go, Republicans. They're going to go to tomorrow? Well, well, I mean, that's what... There's some reports, I should say. Some reports suggesting that they're going, he's going to keep working hard to get the people that he wants, these people that don't want him, on board. But as you mentioned there, you know, he can't afford to lose more than four. And we already know there's way more people, Republicans and that, that don't want him in the job. Uh, and so there's, you know, various reports coming out of Capitol Hill that it's likely that he won't get those votes. So um, we don't know what will happen next. There's some suggestions, some rumours that the, um, the, uh, the man who's standing in at the moment, uh, the, uh, that, that somehow Patrick McHenry, the, spoker, the speaker pro temp, could somehow um, be voted into a temporary position for about 60 days so that they have a leader to at least try and negotiate some of the issues that the, the con Congress just can't negotiate at the moment. So to answer your question, no real news at the moment just yet. Brian, what a mess. I'm embarrassed. Uh, completely embarrassed <laughs> on the Republican side. Uh, but yeah, listen, I, I agree with, with Congressman Gates. I mean, we will ultimately have a speaker. I think that speaker is going to be Speaker Scalise. You know, he's the one who has the most votes. He has the support of his caucus, not all of his caucus, but he has time to get all of them in line. Uh, but uh, listen, it's, uh, you know, government is, they say in the U.S. government, a sausage-making factory, and most people don't get to see it. You know, with cable news, we get to see the sausage being made, and it's ugly. Well, explain to people why this is important, because in the, in the context of what we're talking about tonight with Gaza. Why do we need a Speaker of the House in, in the United States? Well, at a minimum, I think you have policymakers in the U.S. who want to condemn Hamas as a terrorist organization. And they're all eager to do it, but they can't do it with this interim Speaker. I mean, they, they can't even hold committee hearings. So, I mean, in the House of Representatives, everything has come to a complete stop while we wait for the Speaker vote. And, uh, and you know, Scalise, you know, who, who will ultimately, I suspect will ultimately end up being Speaker, is, uh, is just having to sort of, you know, iron out a few, uh, a few people that are out there. One of them is, is obviously, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who he may never get, and she's a huge you know, McCarthy person, Trump person, and she may never sort of relent, but uh, there's going to be the vast majority of them will ultimately relent over time. Uh, it just takes putting them in the room and, you know, and shaming them to get it done at this point, because, mm. you know, we're, it's hard to be the beacon of democracy if one of the houses is closed. Well, well that's the point. Um, I, I mean, we, we, we've sort of 
looked at it in a rather light fashion. Um, but but the, the, the reality is that the world is watching, right? The world yeah, looks absolutely. at this and, yeah. and says, how can we trust the United States as a partner if they can't even give us a resolution to condemn this appalling violence at the weekend? You're 100% you're right. You know, President Xi in China is looking and saying, this is what American democracy looks like. They can't even act. You've got you know, President Putin, who's in Russia, saying similar things. I mean, we, it looks bad for us. Uh, but, the, but the reality is, is you know, we had a bad speaker. You know, people didn't trust Kevin McCarthy. That's what led to this, you know, this, this give and take, this fighting that had been taking place for eight months. Kevin just, you know, people have had enough episodes with Kevin McCarthy mm. that you just couldn't trust him any further. So a change needed to be made. Now, part of the problem is his politics. You know, Kevin doesn't want to sort of ride into the sunset so clearly. So he has sent mixed signals to his supporters. Hey, I'm going to retire. No, I'm going to stay. Maybe I run for speaker again. There's a lot of selfishness and pettiness going on because this, the vote is so close that any person feels that they can influence three to four people and try to leverage themselves. And Kevin's not, you know, Kevin's one of those. Yeah. Jenny, I mean, what is also being held up, aside from the resolution on uh, Israel and the condemna condemnation of, of Hamas, is the funding for Ukraine, because what was stripped out of the spending bill, which brought this about, was that crucial Ukraine funding. Yes. And if I was, you know, Vladimir Zelensky at the moment, I'd be feeling really worried. We only had, a, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, NATO warning that they were running out of ammunition to give Ukraine. And now the world's uh, eyes are, are definitely elsewhere. And, uh, you know, American politics being paralysed really, really isn't going to help. So, yeah, this is a, a, a serious business, a real shame. And it's something, you know, I, I see this in, in the UK as well, that we have uh, politics perhaps being paralysed by factions who in the past might have been fringe actors who are now very much sort of uh, centre stage and, and the inability to kind of get on and make, and make big decisions. Yeah. Um, so you are on standby, Nomia. <laughs> what, for how long? When, do, when will they call this and decide that it's not going to happen today? Not sure, to be honest. Um, as I mentioned, Scalise is working as hard as possible to get the votes. And it's interesting, Christian, because some of Jim Jordan's aides are saying that he's asking his supporters to back Scalise. But Jim Jordan hasn't formally dropped out of the race. And so we, don't, we aren't quite sure where we're at yet. Um, if you want a bit more drama on this, so Donald Trump has weighed in um, and he <laughs> has <away>. said... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he has said that Steve Scalise um, is unfit because he has blood cancer. So if you remember back in August, because Steve he wanted Scalise, Jim Jordan, uh, he wanted the chair of the Justice yeah. Committee. Yeah, of course. He wants Jim Jordan and, and he's made that clear. And there are some Republicans who have actually said, I'm going to vote for Jim Jordan because Trump. Trump wants him. Um, mm. Although I think the fact that um, Jim Jordan hasn't got the votes may suggest that maybe Donald Trump isn't as influential as, as he thinks he is with the um, House Republicans. But he went on a conservative radio show to say that Steve Scalise isn't fit for the job because he has blood cancer and therefore he is uh, not fit for the job. It's a tough job. How can he do it with that condition? But Mr. Scalise, you know, he was back in September. Um, he said he was sort of limiting in-person interactions. I've seen him around the Capitol in a motorized scooter. But, you know, he would argue that he is perfectly fit to do the job. Mm. But I just thought I'd add... Yeah. What Donald Trump is saying, if you were interested. 